This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Although things are going to change next year, we're going to move across the street. There are a few things with the New York Yankees that never change. That's pride, it's tradition, and most of all, we have the greatest fans in the world. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. And today we look like two brothers from another mother wearing the same Cool Games hoodie. What's up, the Eddie Scazzeri? You were left out of the party. we got to get you one of those. Nice to have you with us. It's Football Friday with Al Don Dukes. What's up? Good morning there, Jerry. Uh, I saw this. Uh, the Bears actually won a game Not last night. Not only did they win, yeah. they kicked the living crap out of the Commanders. They sure did. Like, they were, I think it was 27-3 to at halftime. It was, and uh, Justin Fields has uh, had three touchdowns in the first half. Just uh, The first drive I watched live, and he, he misses a guy wide open. Well, I shouldn't say wide open. He missed a throw that could have gone down the right sideline for about a 20-yard gain, 25-yard gain, and thinking, ah, see, got to make those throws. And then the next two throws were right on the money for, t- for a, a long gain and then a touchdown, and it was as if, huh. This doesn't look so bad. Right. He made some really nice throws. Sure did. Yeah, he did. On a couple of those touchdown passes. Yes, very much so. And they even made, was it Herb Street, made the uh, the comment, you know, sometimes he wants to get out and run and he'll run too soon, which is what Daniel Jones does. He's like, but what a nice pocket that the offensive line point is. This kid can really throw the ball when given the time with precision. And he was outstanding last night. Yeah, very nice, Jerry. Very nice. I saw that uh, the other quarterback, Sam Howell. Yeah, attempted fifty-one. Yeah, threw for th- almost four hundred, almost four hundred yards. Yeah, three eighty-eight. I think the problem for Sam Howell, and I didn't watch enough of this game to get a good feel of it. Sam Howell, if he gets through this season with his legs intact, counted as a win. That's he a has win been for him. sacked so he got sacked six more times last night. Yeah, he's uh, taking a little bit of a beating, Jerry, but he's out there. I think his arm's hanging off him today, 51 attempts. That's pretty good. Yeah, I... Pretty good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and then this is bad news for the Commanders. They done pissed off Magic Johnson, <laughs> yes. their new owner. Yeah, I know. How much of an owner is Magic Johnson? Like, um... if, if you're annoying Magic Johnson, is that bad for you if you're... Well, it's never good. I mean, he's got some stake in the game. I don't know. If you asked me, I would venture to guess it's no more than 5%. He goes, Magic Johnson took to Twitter yesterday, Jerry, and he wrote, Tonight, the commanders played with no intensity or fire. Yes. So I read that before I watched the extended highlight package. He owns 4%. 4%? Yes. I feel like I own 2%. Uh, I don't think you. I mean, you could if you have two hundred million dollars. You'd like to invest? No, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Magic Johnson. After I saw that that uh, tweet from Magic that they play with no fire or intensity, right? It gave me 
a new perspective when I looked at the highlight package. Okay. He's right. That they Very lackluster. Very lackluster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrible. T- we're seeing a lot of bad tackling in the NFL. And I was thinking of this because uh, yesterday Dick Butkus passed away. Yes. The great legendary bear. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was watching some of the. I was like, Dick Butkus would be furious at this attempt at tackling. Jerry, that was a man, Dick Butkus. Yeah. He would pick you up and slam your ass right down to the ground. And did you know he retired at 31? I did not. He did only not know played that. 70 because of injury. Only Is played right? seven years. And we always talk about, you know, it's in baseball. We talk about this too. Like, it's their God-given right to play in the postseason, or it's a waste of a career. Never won, not one playoff game. Is that right? Nope. He was, on, he was on bear, bad Bears teams. They said he joined Hallis towards the end of the run when things started going the wrong way. And I didn't know that. And, you know, reading the stories this morning, never was never in the playoffs. I did not know the idea. And it doesn't matter because he was a legendary player. Legendary right. player. Exactly. Well, Walter Payton wasn't in a whole hell of a lot of uh, playoff games. Except did win a for Super Bowl, though. Right, that's true. That's a fair point. Yeah, even though fair they gave point. the ball to a refrigerator on the goal line and oh, not him. That that really bothered, bothered a lot of people. Walter Payton. Yes, I understood. Bothered me, too. I hate a gimmick play, Jerry. I, I understand. Give me Walter Payton. Uh, there's also got to be a better way to present when somebody, I like to say, passes away. You know what I mean, Jerry? Okay. Like, I'm coming in. I come in this morning. I walk to the WFA newsroom, and there, the rerun of the game is on last night. Okay. And it's a Bears game, and Dick Butkus passed away. But on the bottom, it, ju- it just says, Dick Butkus, dead. <laughs> that just sounds so... That does seem a bit uh, harsh. It's harsh. That's why I say passed away. Me too. Yes. But even, I see so even many... saying someone died is okay. When you yes. see dead. Dead. <laughs> that's like, a bit hard. <laughs> it's, yeah, and that's like, you'll see headlines like that. Bottom of the screen of a football game. Yeah. Dick Butkus, dead. You are dead. Right, I mean, you, come on. Relax. You, now you're sounding a little yeah, rude. It's weird. <laughs> the man passed away at 80 years old. Yeah. I will say, and I, I guess it's because he was 80. Yeah. I was looking for a cause of death. Me too. I was interested. I was like a cause of death. I mean, yes. You I know what really bothers me when someone younger dies? I know. Like you, you, Dick Buck is 80 years old. I don't need a cause of death. I'd like one. I agree. He was 80. If you could just say natural causes, yeah. all fine. When you tell me somebody passed away at 45, no cause of or death. They say, or say no cause known. Yeah. What? I, I need to know. Scary stuff, especially when you're 54 and 49. Correct. Have to know. When I see someone that's uh, dying uh, around my age, Jerry, I want answers. Do you make sure? Well, I was going to say you make sure your life insurance policy is intact, but what are you leaving your stuff to? The dog, Drew. What are we doing here? Yeah, I guess Drew because I, <laughs> I told him. <laughs> Have you that. figured that out yet? About uh, talking to my yes, about getting a life insurance policy. Fourteen-year-old nephew. No, about getting a life insurance. Oh, policy. life insurance. Policy. And you can't leave it to your mom. She's older than you. Yes. You got to leave your fortune to Drew. <laughs> my nephew Drew. Yeah. The Drew, <laughs> the Duke's fortune. Goes to Drew, who's fourteen right now. But well, you keep it. I got to talk to him about taking care of me when I get old, and he can have it all. Well, that's if you make it. If I make it, and if something happens, he gets it when he turns eighteen. Hmm, that seems fair. But I need something in writing. Hey, Drew, no college for you. (laughs) I need something in writing from him saying (laughs) he's going to take care of me. I understand. I got you. Not going to let you know. Some of these nursing homes, Jerry, they're very mean to the patients. 
Well, I don't want that. We have seen that yeah, from time beat to up time. And some of them are very nice. Some of them are nice. Yes. Let's some not them give them up. bad reputation. Some of them beat up the patients, Jerry. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. How many times do you think Sam? So if I asked you right now the top three quarterbacks that have been sacked this season. Okay. Who would they be? Hmm, I'm going to go Daniel Jones. He is in the top three. <laughs> that is correct. I guess I'll go Sam Howell. That is correct. He's the he's the leader. And then uh, who did... Um, and the third one I think is actually surprising. Who did Khalil Mack have those six sacks against the other day? Oh, that was the no. See, that won't qualify because he was a backup quarterback. Ah, that was uh, Aiden O'Connell, oh, I believe, yeah, of the o Raiders. <laughs> and he was—he's uh, on the list, though. He's got to be on the list because he was yeah. sacked. In, Aiden O'Connell is on the list. He was sacked seven times in one game. Right. So here's your top three: Sam Howell, twenty-nine. He's been sacked twenty-nine times already in five games. <laughs> Think how many times he's been. Hit. I was just going to say that. That <laughs> right? doesn't count the times he released the ball and got clobbered. Damn. Um, that's in five games. In five games, Justin Fields has been sacked 20 times. And in four games, Daniel Jones has been sacked 22 times. Daniel Jones? <laughs> yes. 22 times, man. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that it's more to me like the the, the hits. Because uh, yeah, you don't even consider that sometimes yeah. for the quarterbacks. Qu- well, and quarterback hits is a stat. Yeah. If you look at a box score, you can look at the defense and see how many times they got to the quarterback. So, yeah, I remember... Part of the Jones one, the 22, was 10 alone. (laughs) Right. He was sacked 10 times. Monday night. Yeah. 10 times. Yeah, I don't know. This uh, getting the the quarterback getting whacked, that's got to, the worst part's got to be like you're a quarterback, right, Jerry? Imagine you're a quarterback. You were a quarterback, but imagine you're a pro quarterback. Yeah. And you're dropped back there, and you have to wait till the last possible millisecond to release the ball because you know you're going to get popped. Yeah. You do, you complete it, and there's a flag on the play. And the play doesn't count. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like, the amount of punishment you're taking for things that don't count. Correct. Well, but even, so, like, one of the big issues the Giants had on Monday night, too, which really flies under the radar, and rightly so, when the quarterback gets sacked 10 times and the quarterback throws a pick six and the defense gives up that stupid play at the end of the second quarter, you can understand how it does. But, you know, this their special teams committed seven penalties on Monday night. Seven. They had a muff on a punt return. Muff. And I believe there were five holding calls on punt returns or kick returns. Like, you can't... The team shouldn't have seven penalties in a game, let alone just special teams. So think about that guy. If he doesn't call for a fair catch, he's getting clobbered too, even if it's only a five-yard. And then you find out holding on the return team. I'm like, oh, my God. Or could you imagine running one back for 70 yards? No. And then you find out, of course, there's a flag. Doesn't count. Man, being a punt returner has got to be the worst. Remember at the SJV game that we did for charity, I tried to field a couple of punts. Yeah, just imagine just fielding a, a high With 11 lunatics punt. sprinting at you? Yes. And then not to, I'd be fair <laughs> catching everything. Fair catch. Well, and you've seen guys fair catch with a defender within five yards of them 
and we're sitting there watching. Again, we look at it like it's Madden. And we're like, oh, what is he fair catching it for? You know why? Because <laughs> he wants to keep his balls. Yeah. That's why. He had plenty of room. <laughs> I think he that guy went right down the sideline. You wanted to catch it, sidestep, and go. Well, yeah. he's not Dion. I'm right. I want a Dion Sanders. What do you think about this clip from, um, let's see if I have it, Thomas McGahey? He is the uh, special teams coach okay. of the Giants who was asked if he is getting, if he's being pressured by Brian Dable for, well, Monday night was not good with the, as we just mentioned. With the special teams. Now, Boomer has always said pressure is a privilege. Sure is. This is the way McGahee characterized it. Pressure's my friend. You know, I, mean, I keep it right here in my back pocket. I, I don't, pressure don't bother me. <laughs> it's right in his back pocket. <laughs> pressure don't bother you. It's his friend. You're going to sit on him, though, when you sit down uh. if pressure's in your back pocket. He was very animated, too, as he was talking. He was all over the place. What, we, I like this guy. How did we even uh, get to talk to him? How did somebody even get to talk to him? Because they talk every uh, Thursday. They were coordinators. Oh, the special teams even talks? Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought that was one of those dudes that got to kind of hide out for the season. No, no, no. Not speak to anybody. The NFL changed that a few years ago, giving access to the coordinators one day a week. Yeah. So, like, we heard so we heard from Wink Martindale. Oh, he had some great quotes. Yes. He, he was asked about, um, are you getting any sleep with Miami scoring 70 points um, you know, against uh, Denver. My wife uh, called me last night before she went to bed. She, she said she was worried about me. She said, Are you get any sleep? I said, yeah, I'm sleeping like a baby. Every two hours I wake up and cry and you know, <laughs> go to the bathroom and try to go back and get some more sleep. Well, that's comforting if you're a Giant fan. <laughs> right. He's very worried. He said they're faster, <clears throat> the Dolphins are, faster than the fastest show on turf. Well, supposedly, according to NFL stats, they have the four fastest players in the league. Is that right? Or on the Dolphins. Tyree Kill, one. Yeah, I don't, uh, to be honest with you, I don't know who the four are. I know Tyree Kill is the fastest player in the NFL, so that makes sense. I guess Waddle's probably fast. Maybe Mostert. I'm not sure. Oh, Mostert. I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure who the four are, but they have the four, supposedly the four fastest players. That doesn't seem fair. That the four fastest guys are on one team. No, we just spread you know, that it's out. It's called Jerry. good scouting. It's called a good job picking the right players. Man, there was a time like in the 1980s when teams were scouting track stars. Sure, Ronaldo. Didn't, didn't the Cowboys draft Bob Hayes? Yes, because uh, because of his speed. Ronaldo Nehemiah, who was a wide receiver for the Niners. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Willie Galt. Willie Galt for Willie, the 85 Bears. He was an Olympic sprinter. Yes. That's exactly right. Now, he, these guys actually have to take hits, which sucks. Because in track and field, Jerry, guess what? That's no true. one's tackling But in you. track and field, you don't make money. I mean, maybe the also, top top guy does, but most track and field sprinters are not making any money. You can make a lot of money in the NFL. You know what's funny? Talking about, you mentioned Tyree Kill. Think about when he left Kansas City to go to Miami. And we re- said, yeah, good luck without yes. Patrick Mahomes. This guy is such a better player than I ever thought he was. And remember also when he was going there, he was like, two was the most accurate passer yeah. ever. And we all laughed at that We as mocked well. it because all the passes were short underneath within 10 yards. They're pretty good. Yeah. They're the, making us look like fools. The Dolphins might be in the Super Bowl this year. That would be cool for Eddie. It's very possible, especially since he's going to go to the game right. and be out there all week. I mean, it's possible. You know, they're, they're taking these guys that were track stars. What about an Olympic uh, hurdler? Like who? I don't know. I was just thinking of, like, imagine what, like, you want a him guy to jump over the defenders. Yeah, <laughs> fast and is able to jump over dudes. Well, can he catch the ball? 
That's the thing you got to start teach there. Them. You got to get them a jugs machine. <laughs> what a weird name. Jugs. Jugs machine. <laughs> do you ever try to do hurdles? No. Me neither. Have you seen me? No, I'm just saying, I like, even when you, were, when you were young. No, no. Yeah, it seems very nerve-wracking. Like The only thing I really ever did in that realm would have been the, um, when you hand the, relay. the baton off. Yeah, yes. I did that, too. Relay. I did relay races. That was part of school, never competitively or anything. I was slow as molasses. Yeah, relay race was great, too, because you can't fully take the blame. It's like a team sport mm-hmm. in running. I remember when I was probably, I started playing football, I think, when I was nine. My mom finally allowed me to play tackle football. And I do remember um, coaches were still harsh back then. And I, I, to this day, Coach Delaney, I loved him. He was great, but he was hard on us. And I remember like one of my first practices, I'll never forget him saying, hey, Recco, you run, what did he say? You run like a penguin. You slow ass move. And I'm like, what does that mean? You slow ass? And then ass? after practice, I remember asking him, like, why am I so slow? And he goes, because you run with your head and, like, your feet trail your body. You run forward. I'm like, okay. I never really changed, and I've been slow as molasses ever since. Hmm. I thought he meant you. You were like uh, that wide receiver of the Dolphins, Waddle. No, 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 like no. like a penguin. That is not what I was doing at all. I just was very slow, and I had short, stubby feet that didn't move very far. But if you were leading with your head while running, you could win by a nose, as they say. Yeah, except that I was losing by 10 feet. Oh. But if it were close. If it were close, that would have been coming I guess what we have coming up next. What's that? Well, we're we're both wearing the the shirts today. It's Friday. Cool games. It's a football Friday. On the other side of this break, we have cool games for you. All right. So stick around for that. We've got a lot to do. Feel good Friday. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan.